Hold on, hold on. Are you? What are you? Ah. Oh, yes. (laughs) That was a satisfying one. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, what? (laughs) Well, there's no need for swearing. He's just built it on himself, listening. I I really did not want to start what could be a 40-minute podcast by spilling beer all over my jeans. He's got a a frothy top from his red stripe. (laughs) But we'll move on. There was was no innuendo in that, but it sounded like it should have (laughs) been. There should have been one. And welcome to Mysterious Mysteries with Matthew and Mick. We're here back again. Episode four. I'm so excited. Episode four. I can't believe, can you believe that? We've already done three. It's, as you said last week, the well-oiled machine is chugging along. Is that what I said? Yeah. Oh, that's very eloquent of me. That was the kind of rubbish you come up with. (laughs) Well, Mick, I do remember that you sent me some homework. Uh, What an eager student you are, Matthew. Yes, last week, uh, listener, you may recall, I revealed that the title of Today's uh, episode is Rusty Trombone, Private Investigator. Which washed over me. Which about, washed over me. About as much as I guess it would you, because I certainly don't know. Rusty Trombone. Well, could, I was thinking Harlem. I was thinking 20s. Well, I'm yeah, thinking, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what you, you, those, thing, those presumptions might not be wrong, but what I did ask of Matthew, and I set in my homework project, was to look up Rusty Trombone, to Google it, and see what he found. And did you did you get a I, chance over the course course of the week? I did. I did my homework. Yeah, and I put it in private mode just to be sure. I've got incognito. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't go. <laughs> and I didn't go. Put for, the put the duvet over your head. I did. I did it very late at night. Shut the door. Yeah, and I didn't uh, Google image. I know that we spoke about Google. Or we Google did. Image. I did say it would probably be better, but then yeah, no, that's understandable. Was, you were I wary. Thought it was, I thought it was too much of a risk. So yeah. I just did it normal Google. Yeah. And I got to Urban Dictionary. You heard of it? I, well, I'm very familiar. <laughs> sometime <laughs> contributor over here, Matthew. <laughs> sometime? Really? <laughs> well, you've got some uh, great tests. You may have, uh, listen, may have seen... Because I looked up the phrase rusty trombone uh, and I was shocked. <laughs> Absolutely shocked. <laughs> Why? There was, Why? There was some eloquence in the definition. Yeah. If you look it up, and in the definition, it does say in full chorus. It looks, they basically, listener, they described a grotesque and horrible uh, uh, sexual act. Uh, and then it was meant to resemble a trombone in full chorus, which I thought was quite a, a fun expression. In full co- well, yeah. Save for the first half of the sentence, which was just an outrage. Well. Well, I, I am sorry, Matthew, that I put you through that, but I feel it was important that you do that homework because it will aid your performance, shall we say. Well, I It hope, will aid your performance. I hope not, because I've got the script, so how this works, and I think I feel they confident. They must know this, but okay, yeah, give, no, them, give I them feel, I feel confident enough to be able to say this by now. Mm. I didn't write this. Mm. I didn't do anything about this. I am basically... And yet a, he keeps coming back every week. <laughs> I come back because I... <laughs> I am. Fo- it's duress. <laughs> Someone help! <laughs> so I, I come back. I get given these scripts, and I've got to read them. So I just read them. I've never seen them before, and this is a script, and it says Rusty Trombone: colon, 
first time I've been given homework. So now we, I mean, we've now of, we all know that. But I'm in so, this I'm play, it's a name. Already, to be honest, it's a name. It's a guy's name. He's called Rusty, and his surname's Trombone. So don't just you know. Are you are you allowed to tell me that? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make it clear because because we've made such a big deal now about the innuendo part, the Urban Dictionary definition. Uh-huh. I didn't want people to think that the main it was some kind of abstract some perverse. commentary on a sexual <laughs> act. Yeah. Oh, come on, I'm pleased. <laughs> yeah. No, Rusty is a person, so, as you will see very soon. And the script is called Rusty Trombone, colon, yep. Private Investigator. Well, was I supposed to hit the intro music there? And then, Are you oh, stealing I, oh, my, I, I, my thunder again? May I announce it this I, week? Okay, okay. Am fine. I allowed? This, this will be, listener, you, you're, you can hear this. This will be the only time I'm going to allow Matthew to do it. So you and better make it good. I'm actually going to clarify mm-hmm. that I've only received the, the script and the first page does say, by Mick. I didn't write it. I've never seen it. (laughs) They know. They know. Come on. This broken record. Right. What do I say now? What did you just say the name (laughs) of the play? Rusty Trombone, colon, private investigator. I hadn't had a new case in weeks. The streets in New York were quiet. No murders. No ransom demands. No nothing. Now don't get me wrong. I don't want to see people getting hurt. But quiet streaks make for bad business when you're a private investigator. There's one thing I know about this city, though. It that it don't stay quiet for long. And so I sat down at my desk and poured myself a scotch. I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! What it's do you mean you knew is, it? Well, this, I love the intro music, but this is uh, 20s, isn't it? Harlem, it is. It's the swinging 20s. Fantastic. Were they swinging? No, the 60s. Or swing. What were the 20s? The, uh, they were the, just, the jazz age. The ja- yeah, uh, yeah. Well, well, anyway, yeah. so. The roaring listen. 20s. The roaring 20s. And so I sat down at my desk and poured myself a scotch. <laughs> Sounds like a flooded pissoir. <laughs> just pouring myself a scotch. Hold on. <laughs> pissoir. And as I raised the glass to my mouth, I heard the sound I've been waiting for for days. A knock on the door. Finally, a client, a new case. But be careful what you wish for, because this case could so nearly have been my last. I fucked up there. It could so nearly have been my last. Rusty? Rusty Trombone? Oh, that's a, just, by the way, listen, this is a female voice, and he's actually delivered this time. That was good. That was, that was good. Go again. Sorry. I, Go again. Sorry. I earned my money, didn't yeah. I? Rusty? Rusty Trombone? Yeah, sure. What can I do for you, darling? Oh, thank God. My, my name's Marie. Marie Carozza. I need your help, Rusty. I need your help real bad. What is it? What happened? It, it's my husband. My, my husband, Rocco. He's been... He's been moited. Moited? Oh, 
What are you doing? Sorry, I turned the page to it. <laughs> Sorry, you can. Made it? Jeez Louise. Oh, oh, it was just awful. Awful. How did it happen? Well, we was at baby Sylvia's christening. The whole family was there. It was gorgeous. A beautiful service. But afterwards, there was a huge argument because someone had left a... F- a f- oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard for me. Yeah. I can't do the accents and concentrate at the same time. Then you give me these <laughs> words. And I've got to say them. You looked, so the benefit of listening to the map, you looked so content right there. He was in his element. He loves this era in history. And and, and what happened? What, what? I thought we were going to do so. Let, let's start that, set that whole passage again. Oh. How did it happen? We was at baby Sylvia's christening. The whole family was there. It was gorgeous, a beautiful service. But afterwards, there was a huge argument because someone had left a, a floater. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't use that. Yeah. Uh, in, in they the, do now. In the bathroom. <laughs> Everyone was accusing my Rocco of doing it because he had disappeared. No one knew where he was, but I ain't letting no one accuse my Rocco of doing that. It's disgusting. Quite right. <laughs> I'm telling you, my Rocco wouldn't do that. Not my Rocco. Anyways, next thing we know, we hear... Hold on there, Marie. Tell me more about this floater. The floater? <laughs> Why? Trust me, it could be important. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Should we explain for the uninitiated what a floater is, by the way? Would well, you like I don't do even know. But yeah, I'm, oh, come I'm on, you know what a floater is. transgressional. <laughs> a, floater, a, a floater is when after you go to the toilet and deliver your waste, it you is. flush and yet it remains. It it's does. a floater. It doesn't. Yes. That's disgusting. Don't pretend you haven't left the floater or two in your I time. have now. Fled the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> That is disgusting. Well, well. Have, have you ever been caught? Oh, sorry. This is getting fast. Yes. Personal question. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Trust me. Sh- it could be important. Uh, okay. Sure. Well, I don't know much about these things. I'm I'm a classy gal, uh, but but it was r- real bad, Rusty. A- absolutely huge. Is that really na- <laughs> that 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 thing could have sunk the Titanic? <laughs> I, I didn't get much of a look at it because the smell was like something had died in there. Yeah, so like something had died in there and then been eaten by, and then been eaten by something else and then shat out. They wouldn't use that word. Mate. You also somehow managed to skip out an entire line. I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't get much of a look at it because the smell was I'm going makes me. Oh yeah. yeah. No, oh yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. So go to I didn't get yeah, much well, of a look. I think that I was saving the listeners from something by <laughs> I leaving think you that. You probably line. were, but I really must insist. I'm pretending it wasn't deliberate. <laughs> well, the thing could have sunk the Titanic. I didn't get much of a look at it because the smell was disgusting. Makes me just thinking about the sick. Just thinking about it. It was like something had died in there. Yeah, like something had died in there and then been eaten by something else and then shat out. Yes, shut up. What are you making me repeat this? <laughs> and then vomited on by a dog with rabies, then left to rot for weeks on end in 90 degree heat. Yeah, left out for weeks in the heat next to a duck. I can't go on. <laughs> uh, this is ne- tough. Next, in the heat next to. <laughs> this is so hard. Yeah. Left out for weeks in the heat next to a drug den where some schmuck ODs and bleep <laughs> out all over it, covering it in, in 
hepatitis and not like the kind of hepatitis. No, no, and not and the not, nice. And not the nice kind of hepatitis. And what types that mean? No, we won't go into <laughs> no. medical detail. We don't want to give medical advice here. The real nasty kind, like Brenda O'Sullivan got when she was in Amsterdam, that whore. I'm not saying that. But yeah, well, I did get a good enough look to see that it had bits of peanuts in it. It was hard to make them miss Busty. They was everywhere. Yeah, Mick, that was you, our head. Yeah. This script doesn't continue like this. That is outrageous. I don't know you, who I've slandered. You str- libel. You I don't struggled know who, big time. I don't just, know who Brenda this is O'Sullivan important. is. I just, can you just Hepatitis say... Hepatitis in can, a New York accent just, in the 20s. Hepatitis! As a mole... You, as a mole? A mole, M O L L, one of the gangsters' moles, you know. What's that? What? what? Like a doll, like a mole and oh, a doll. Oh, yeah. like one of their broads. Yeah, broad. Ah, okay. A broad. Oh, I, I can't really. How, how would the. Uh, this is. Don't, be- you da- don't you dare talk to me about hepatitis. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, though, you've got to do that. this then. <laughs> you got to redo that last line because well, it was important and you, you didn't even say it properly. But, but yeah, but I did. Yeah, I did a. Oh, but yeah, I did get a good enough look to see that it had bits of peanut in it. It was hard to miss them, Rusty. They was everywhere. Interesting. I actually have some peanuts here. Would you like some? Oh, that's awful kind of you. Thanks. No worries. So tell me, Marie. We've missed a what? sound. No, I, I played it. You just... It was playing... Oh, okay. Hold, hold on. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, I did already play that. Okay. Flow is ruined. No worries. So tell me, Marie, what happened next? So we was all arguing about who left the floater. There was gonna be a hell to pay. No one disrespects the Karotsa family like that and gets away with it. My husband's little brother, Paulie, he said he'd go to the janitor's closet to find a plunger or something so that he could take care of it. But only a minute after he'd gone, we heard him scream like a banshee. We all ran over to where he was, and that's when we saw Rocco, my poor Rocco, lying dead on the floor with stab wounds all over him. I'm sorry for your loss, Marie. What did the cops say? You kidding? Cops got nothing to do with this. This is the Carozza family. We're talking about Rocco, the most powerful family in the New York Mafia. I, I just realized I put the wrong name. This is it's supposed to say this is the Carosa family. We're talking about Rusty, as because I'm Rusty, oh, but I no. wrote Rocco, who's the dead guy. No, is that a no. level of attention to detail I'm afraid that I'm being so. dragged through? So that's why you've come to me. Yeah, that's right. I need you, Rusty. You're the best PI this side of the Hudson. Is it true you solved every case apart from the mystery of who's stealing ladies' panties from the laundromat across the road from here? Uh, yeah, that, uh, that case, uh, it's, uh, it's quite the puzzle. See, you're the best in the business. I need you, Rusty. I need you because I knew it was that little schmuck, Polly, Rocco's brother who killed him. I know it. It had a gotta be in him, but I can't prove it, and he's got to get away with it, Rusty. He'll get away with it if you don't help me. How come you're so sure it was Polly? He's always had it. In for my Rocco. Rocco's the older of the two of them, you see. When Don Joey Carozza passes away, it would have been Rocco who'd inherit the family business. Polly would never have allowed... I'll just put the Stella <laughs> yeah. down. Might be the script in one hand, the beer in the other. Sorry. He didn't know which Sorry. had to go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you shame me like that, man. Don't you it put was me like, oh, to this. Between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> 
<laughs> Needed to turn the page. What? Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that person, Lister. I'm come a better, on, come on, come on. I'm a better well, There's a long way to go yet. Polly would never have allowed that. And now that Don Joey's health is starting to fail him, he'd have to take care of Racco sooner rather than later. I'd be too late. Looks like you got it all figured out, Marie. Okay, I'll take the case and look into this Polly. If he did it, then I'll prove it. You have my word. <laughs> morning I got the subway to Brooklyn to go to Rocco's funeral. Everyone who had been at the baptism where he was murdered was sure to be there. If I played my cards right and asked the right questions, I could crack this case wide open before the sun starts to set over, set over Long Island. But I'd have to be careful. Some of the most dangerous people in New York would be there. If any of them started to get suspicious of me or spooked by my questions, I'm, I could end the night sleeping with the fishes. So I made sure to arrive at the chapel near the end. Of the uh, <laughs> so I made sure to get, arrive at the chapel near the end of the mass. This mass. is your own script. You pull these things I'm together, going. thank you. Right. You so pull it sure. together. Yeah, a bit of back chat from me for once. Yeah, you do this. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't feel good. Oh, look, you missed the line there, yeah. Nick. Oh, you see. So I made sure to arrive at the chapel near the end of the mass so I could slip in unnoticed. And as I took a seat on one of the benches at the back, the priest began singing the most beautiful rendition of Amazing Grace I'd ever heard. A rendition that would have brought a tear the God's eye himself. Are you joking? <laughs> Do I go now? Oh, In green, <laughs> how sweet the sound oh, wow. that saved a wretch like me. Good, Matthew. Very good. Oh, I've got, I, there, there I've was got another the verse, but I think well, I think for every, oh. it's in everyone's interest we stop it. There. I need to sit. <laughs> right. 
If they have the priest blessed the car, well done, by the way. I'm sorry, that was fucking. I, 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 I don't I, swear I, on this, I, but I, just, I feel like I've been brought to I, the I brink. Sh- I should tell the listener. I, I, I feel like I've been ambushed. There, there was no warning for that, was there? That, that I, was I, exhausting. I that went, was quite cruel of me. I went for deep south because I felt it fitting, but goodness me. Well, I tell you what, I if God was listening, I bet he is crying. I've got a few calories burnt from that, and I should be slimmer by the end <clears> of this. Right. We've well, had the priest bless the congregation and the service was over. Six guys walked to the coffin, picked it up on their shoulders and led the mourners to the church hall for the wake. The priest was bringing up the rear of the procession, and as the last of the congregation made their way out of the chapel, I clasped his shoulder to grab a word of him. After all, no one knows the town's secrets. Like the local priest, he turned round and greeted me warmly, speaking with a most peculiar accent. Italian-American, sure, but with hints of Irish and Japanese. If this man had links to the Irish mob or the Yakuza, the good father himself could have wanted Rocco dead. So so just talk me through that. (laughs) Japanese. (laughs) A priest. So I you, did. It, I've already done it. Deep South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but don't worry about that. I was singing. Lots quiz, of people sing with a different accent. Please be with them. No, 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 no. Okay, so so no. look, you're a predominantly Italian American, like so the rest of us. Please but be with you. You've got yeah, but yeah. you've got hints of Irish hint and of Japanese. Weezy. I should warn you. Um, you was that was a good Italian American accent you just did, but you might not want to waste it because okay. I think you're going to need it later. So, so I think we'll stick with the, the pre-singing voice, can which you is do a deep I, south. All right, okay, fine. Go for it. No, no, well, you've let me off too easy there. Do you, it, it, it doesn't sorry, really. I, should, I, shouldn't be, I should be banking <laughs> what I'm, I get. I'm going I'm to be honest with you. Um, I put those details in, not because they're in any way relevant to the story. I just How wanted to screw you, you over. <laughs> shame. <laughs> yes, okay. He can be whoever you want. Peace be with you, my child. And also with you. Forgive me for stopping you, father. Booty. Oh, sorry. Forgive me for stopping you, father. Booty. Uh, Buster <laughs> Booty. Did you know the deceased? I'm a pal of his wife's, Marie. Just came to pay my respects, father. Of course. Terrible what happened, just terrible. Tell me about it. How could someone just leave a floater like that for someone else to take care of? In a public place as well. Uh, oh, I was actually referring to the murder, but... Yes, I suppose that too was regrettable. You don't seem surprised it happened, Father. My child, it is difficult to shock a priest. We are regularly confronted with all sorts of abominable occurrences in the confessional booth. For instance, the deceased Rocco confided in me many times that he was having an affair with an Irish girl, Brenda O'Sullivan. Oh, so I didn't libel anyone. She's a character, Brenda O'Sullivan, in the uh, script. No, yeah, she's not a real person. Oh, I what thought do you I... think? I just picked yeah, like, I thought... some girl I know I and I you'd... really had it in yeah, for Yeah, some beatnik <laughs> celebrity that I just had a go at. No, Some no. fifth form school. A... <laughs> somebody that turned you down. An mate. old flame. I say somebody, one of the somebody. many. <laughs> yeah. That you How... managed to pay to, off. To quote the great Matthew. Yeah. How I think it was. Red-haired girl, five foot four tall, works at Molly Malone's bar in Hell's Kitchen, Wednesday to Saturday from six in the evening to two in the morning, except on federal holidays when shifts end at midnight. Yes, I think that's who it was. (laughs) Interesting. Very interesting. If you like that, 
I have a great deal more juicy stories. For example, Rocco's brother, Paulie, once confessed to touching a dog's balls. Haven't we all? Just last week, I had the owner of a, of a laundromat in Manhattan confide in me that someone had been stealing dirty ladies' underwear from her machines, so she started making her husband wear sexy thongs whilst working the sewers and would plant them in her store for the thief to steal. Mm. Mm. Well, uh, I sure bet the culprit wouldn't want to know that after he's finished sniffing them in his office. I mean, wherever he takes them. I should think not. Listen, father... I'm going to be straight with you. I'm not a friend of Marie's. I'm an investigator working the case of Rocco's murder. It's something you said stood out to me. It's understandable that an untrained eye might miss it. But I've been in the game a long time. I know when someone doesn't smell right. I see where you're going with this, investigator. Uh, I have actually considered it myself. Uh, Rocco's affair. If his wife Marie found out... No, father. Not the affair. The balls, father. The dog's balls. You say Paulie confessed to touching a dog's balls. Oh, well, yes. But he, but he was only a child. When... Just as I suspected. So Paulie once touched the dog's testicles. And what do we know about dog's balls? Well, we know they're disgusting. Yeah, real disgusting. But what else is disgusting? I'll tell you what. Floaters. They're real disgusting, they are. You can't get rid of them quick enough. So where do you go to get rid of them? You go to a janitor's closet, father. And who else do we know has gone to a janitor's closet? You guessed it. Paulie. Paulie went to the janitor's closet in this very building the day of the murder, father. It's where he found his brother's body. Real convenient. I'm sure you'll agree. Investigator, I really think the affair would be a better line of inquiry to... Thanks for your help with the investigation, father. I got everything I need. I'll take it from here. Oh, (laughs) yes... Yes, of course. Best of luck, investigator. I left Father bust the booty in the chapel and walked through the main doors to the church hall. The place was full of the biggest mobsters in town. Louis Wackoff Castelli, Fabio Wide Receiver DeMarco, Luigi Fisty Pillow. <laughs> Whack off! <laughs> Wide receiver. <laughs> These aren't authentic names. The, what do they mean? Well, a wide receiver, that's an American football position. So Is he's it? obviously was... Uh, and fist was deep. A, fist, well, obviously that's talking about, you know, punching, I assume. What else could fist deep mean? Oh, I see. Someone's being punched by... So he's yeah, a, he's and a, the whack-off, well, they remember in the, in the Italian-Americans... He's been whacked. whack someone, yeah. Whack you just give them... Yeah, whack them right off. So that would, that so would be to kill some, them. We've got some hardcore gangsters. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, so... And one's fist... Fist deep in that is punched the guy so hard. Exactly. The other one's whacked him. Yeah. He's yeah, dead. Yeah. I think they got it the first time. And he's time, whacked him, but he's not just, he's whacked him off. He's whacked him off. He's, he's really whacked him off. The place was full of the big, biggest mobsters in town. Louis Wackoff Castelli, Fabio Wide Receiver DeMarco, Luigi Fisty Pillow, and of course, Don Joey Carosa and his now only son, Paulie. Paulie was playing on a card table in the court. It's not Boston. I keep hearing myself the card. I think they say card. You say a New court. York. Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what sort of accent yeah. are you doing here? Right. Sorry about that, New Yorkers. Paulie was playing on a card table. Yeah, that's good. In the card table in the corner with Marie and some other chumps. I had a lot of dirt on Paulie by now, but it wasn't enough to put him away for his brother's murder. I needed something more, something like a confession. So I coolly made my way over to the table. 
making sure to avoid eye contact with Marie, and took a seat. Mind if I join your game, fellas? <laughs> Look at this wise guy. Thinks he can just walk over and join the game? This is Paulie Carozzi you're talking to, buddy. Forget about it. An honor to meet you, boss. I didn't mean no disrespect. My name's Rusty. <laughs> I'm only pl- Oh, damn. I- I'm only- Oh, oh I'm gosh. only playing. I'm only playing, Rusty. We're a family here in this thing of ours. Marie, be a doll. Uh, Marie, be a doll and fix up our guest here with a board. Let <laughs> me get away with it. I do my, yeah, no, that's good. But you were so pleased with yourself and looked over to me no, for was, like praise that of... you didn't realize you got the next line. Oh no! Right? Oh. So say Marie, be a oh, doll. I'm so sorry, Marie, be a doll and fix up our guest here with a bourbon. Sure thing, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> this is just she. She knows how I like my whiskey. <laughs> This is just graphic. This is... You're the one pouring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I right. don't think that's the pouring sound. Uh, that's the pouring of the scotch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or the bourbon. There you go, Rusty. Much obliged, darling. I got some peanuts here if anyone likes some. And no thanks. Allergies. No worries. So, Polly, what are we playing here? The game's Clue, gentlemen. Or Cluedo, as it's known in the United Kingdom. <laughs> Half a large minimum, nothing wild. The Lord, the sky's the limit, and we just, uh, just, just to make it interesting, the man with the revolver gets popped. Capisce? Got it. This ain't my first time playing detective, Paulie. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, uh, uh I'll just <laughs> turn the page. Uh, must mean he's good at smelling a rat, Paulie. Uh, yeah, that's right. Good at smelling rats. Get my nose right stuck in them, I do. My kind of soldier. Right, let's do this. As an associate and a friend of the family, Rusty, you get to roll the die first. But yeah, I'll just correct your mistake there. What? Roll the die first. Yeah, is well... It, is it plural? No, oh, I, 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 um, I, 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 I actually don't know if Cluedo involves one or two dice. Probably two, isn't it? I, I fudged myself. No, but no, I did think about that, mm. but... um. In America, I don't think I've ever heard an American say die. Well, Certainly would, not a no. gangster Italian. So I will say dice. You know. Yes. Yeah, right. I will it's go my, with dice. It's my mistake. Right, so say your bit again, roll. Rusty, you gotta roll the dice first. Thanks, Paulie. But I don't need a roll. I think I've just about cracked this case. What we only just started playing. You haven't even asked the questions yet. There's no <laughs> way you could have known who committed the moiter. I understand why you might think that, Paulie. To the untrained eye, this does look like a real mystery. The clues are in the details. I don't think you get it, Rusty. It's a game. You're supposed to ask the questions and that... Questions get you nowhere in this kind of investigation, darling. That's a code of silence. Everyone's got something to hide. Nah, in cases like this, you gotta rely on good old-fashioned detective work. Let's start with the murder weapon. The candlestick, the rope, the pipe, and the wrench are household items. They're not weapons, so it can't be any of them. That leaves the gun and the knife. But someone would have heard the gun if it had been fired. There'd be no mystery to solve here. So we conclude that, can conclude that the murder weapon was the knife. This isn't how... Hold on! I'm just getting started here! Now the next thing to work out is which room the murder took place in. This bit's a breeze. The weapon was a knife. Where do you keep knives? You got it. The kitchen. Now all that's left to figure out is who'd done it. And I admit, this gets a little tricky. But think about it. One of the suspects sticks out here. The Colonel. He's got his paws all over this case. He's got a military background. 
and you'd have to train him to pull something like this off. It couldn't have been anyone else. So there you have it. It was Colonel Mustard, in the kitchen with a knife. Case is closed and the mystery is solved. <laughs> Fine, go on then, Marie. Check if this crumb's right. Go on, darling. Put them out of their misery. Okay, then. Let's see which quads are in the envelope. Oh, dear. It was Mrs. Peacock with the candlestick in the ballroom. Oh, I'm exhausted. I think that's the first time I've ever had one of those long spiels. Yeah, you gave yourself a it's, wee bit yeah, there. Yeah, what was I thinking? You must be careful. You get a hernia doing <laughs> something like that. One of the uninitiated. Some of us get dragged through this each week. Well, absolutely. I'm Everest each week. In yeah, a foreign are you, tongue. Are you enjoying? We're about. That's about halfway through. Are you enjoying enjoying the play, Matthew? I think we've done a wee bit more. I'll, I'll so. be perfectly honest. I just asked you that question because I want to have a sip of my drink. So okay, you, I'll, I'll you talk. Give... No, you talk about something. No, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Tell very a much. joke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Mm. No, well, it's not been too outrageous so far. No, it, no, it hasn't. Sorry, and, um, I say that we have got some outrageous innuendo, but I don't yes, think it's too... nothing, nothing awful. Yeah. I mean, I've not been not able like to... the Jolly Roger. Well, I've only, we I've only not been able to say two passages so far, or yes. at least started doing that. Do you have, as this is a detective story, do you have any theories? Who Ooh. committed the murder? Oh, the murder. Yeah. Um, I think, well, could it be... I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm going to be quite careful here because I'm actually, by by thinking about who committing the murder, who committed the murder, I'm actually having to opine on the... um, On the... uh, Spit it out. On the intelligence of the writer, and indeed also the <laughs> oh my, how wow. thought through this had been. So I'm going to say the private investigator, but I think that's probably correct, and so I probably shouldn't say that because I probably busted it already. Well, well, no, hey, listen. well, he was the laundromat man, I'm guessing. He, uh, well, the obvi- yes, obviously he's the pervert in the laund- in the laundromat. Well, yeah. So by the same analogy, I'm thinking maybe he well, committed the murder. It's, it's that's a very yeah. interesting theory. It is, and there's only one way to find out yeah. if you're right. It's also the most obvious theory. It's, so if it's it, correct, Mick, so I should be blaming if, you. If previous episodes are anything to go by, it will be correct. No, come on. Let, no. Okay, let's see. It right, it's you. Uh, so yeah, what I'd hear. Uh, so yeah, you've just said it was Mrs. Peacock. Blah blah. blah. What? I don't understand. Let me explain. Come on, let, listen. Let me three words and you stop. Let me explain it to you nice and slowly, bozo. You got it wrong. Now you've ruined the game for the rest of us. Calm down there, Paulie. Don't you tell me to calm down. Do you know who you're talking to here? The nerve of this guy. Marie, give me your blade. I'm going to end this schmuck. Marie? I (laughs) I don't have it. What do you mean you don't have it? You never go anywhere without it. I, 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 I must have misplaced it, that's all. Fine, we'll do this the horrid way. Say your prayers, Rusty. This is going to hurt. Paulie leaned over the table, wrapped both hands around my neck and started to squeeze. I soon realized he was strangling me. But no matter how hard I tried to pull his hands off my throat, they just wouldn't budge. I started to feel the blood in my cheeks burning and saw Marie run off just as my vision blurred and my eyes began to water. Fortunately though, there seemed to be no negative effect on my penis. Hmm. Oh, okay. No, nothing there from Matthew. Why would there be a surprise? <laughs> Why would there Moving be on. What seemed like an eternity passed, and just as I felt like I had it and it was time to meet my maker, a broad silhouette appeared in my vision. Instantly, the hands around my throat released me, and I, and I fell to the floor. 
That's not what you wrote. No, you? I know that was a, that was a mistake. We've got a there. typo up in here, didn't we? <laughs> and I fell to the floor. It was feel. <laughs> he wrote. And feel. I fell to the floor, coughing and catching my breath. I looked up at the figure that approached us, and my jaw dropped. It was the Godfather himself, Don Joey Carosa. <laughs> What the hell is going on here? Don Joey! Boss, boss, this piece of work thinks he can slick to me and get well, away no, with it. Start again. Why? He can talk slick. Boss, this piece of work <laughs> thinks he can talk slick to me and get away with it. So you decide to whack him right here in the middle of all these people? Damn right. I'm going to whack him. I'm going to whack him off. <laughs> whack him off real slow till he's calling off his mama. No. no I, I suppose no. that's just a murder metaphor. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, no. Cool. Whack him off. You didn't read it properly either. Whack him off real slow till he's calling for his mama. Till he's calling yeah. for his mama. No. No. Yeah, no. Just, please. No. That's a terrible thing. Yeah, absolutely. Polly, my boy. I like knocking off guys <laughs> as much as you do, especially when there's juice involved. But look around you. Look where you are. This is your brother's funeral. This is family. You can't knock one off here. <laughs> still forgive you. me, Don Joey. I saw red and... Uh, uh, forgive me, Don Joey. I saw red and got carried away. I was just so angry. I had to rub him out. <laughs> you know me. I always feel more calm after rubbing one out. <laughs> we all do. Now you... On the floor. What's your name? Trombone. Rusty Trombone. Mr. Trombone. You come here on the day of my son's funeral and you disrespect my family. I cannot allow this. I would normally have you clipped right here and now, but this is a holy place. A place of God. So I guess today is your lucky day. Get out of here. Get out of here now. But I'm warning you, if I ever see your face again, I won't be so forgiven. I'll reach for my gat and the last thing you'll ever see will be me whacking you off. <laughs> you seem to be wheezing for some reason. I don't understand. The last thing you'll ever see will be me whacking you off. He's threatening him. This well, yeah, to kill this him. This isn't yeah. time for levity. He's Sorry. threatening him to death. No, absolutely. To death. Yeah. <laughs> no levity. I don't understand. Thank you, thank you boss. You, you'll never see me again. You have my weight. I wasn't hanging around. I picked myself up off the floor and made for the exit. Jeez, that had been a close one, I thought. My detective instincts had got the better of me. I had to be more careful from now on. So I kept on making my way past the mourners. Not looking any of them in the eye, and I'd nearly made it to the door when out of nowhere one of them grabbed my arm. It was a young woman, red hair, Irish looking, a real classy broad. She leaned in as if to give me a peck on the cheek, but instead she whispered into my ear. Now without being told, I'm guessing I am an Irish girl. Yeah, of course. She whispered in my ear. Meet me in the bathroom. Was that supposed to be Irish? What the hell was that? What's that? It sounded like Judy Dench. Irish. Meet me in the bar. Meet Forgive me, me, sir. Meet me in the bar. <laughs> That's better. Holy cow, I thought. Today really is my lucky day. First, I get a pardon from the godfather himself. Now a beautiful bride wants to fool around in the bathroom. 
She wasn't gonna have to ask me twice. I ran straight to the nearest restroom, and when I got there, it was empty, apart from one stall, which quickly flushed the toy. Which quickly flushed. <laughs> was this done in the? This, hold on. Was that done at home? It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> on location recording. It was Marie who worked, walked out of the stall. It must have been here that she ran when all the commotion started at the games table. I smiled, let her pass, and then walked into the stall myself, closing the door behind me. It was the smell that hit me first. Like a right hook from Giuseppe Carreri. My God, it was bad. And then I saw it, poking out the toilet bowl, packed with nuts, and so big that there was more of it out the water than in. It was a floater. <laughs> Sick a little, <laughs> just a little bit in my mouth. I've been I, sick a little bit. Hey, this is, this is key evidence. No. <laughs> we, we must investigate. I felt a chill through my body like I'd never... Oh, we should have some music, maybe. I felt a chill through my body like I'd never experienced before. The floater was exactly like the one laid at the baptism just before Rocco was killed. Which would mean... Surely not. It can't be. How could I have been such an idiot? I turned round. Unlocked the stall door, opened it slowly, and sure enough, there waiting for me stood Marie, with a gun pointed at my head. So it was you! You killed Rocco! Congratulations, investigator. You exceeded my expectations and actually solved the case. But it doesn't make any sense! Of course it does, you idiot! Rocco discovered that I'd left the floater at the baptism, just as you have here, so I had to whack him. It would have been... It would have destroyed my reputation if it had got out. I'm a classy gal. So I took him to the janitor's closet, said we'd be getting a plunger, but really I just wanted to get away from the crowds, and then I killed him. Gutted him like a porcupine, I did. So why come to me in the first place? Why hire a P.I. and risk it risk getting caught? Because you're the worst P.I. in all of New York. With Rocco <laughs> gone, Paolo, Polly was going to inherit everything from Don Joey when he passes. I couldn't allow that, so I hired you to look into him. Anyone else would have been realized it was Polly after a little search in Rocco's affair, my missing knife, Polly's peanut allergy. It was all there. But no, not you. You would never let evidence get in the way of being a complete moron <laughs> or damn near. Eventually, you'd have to come up with some cock and ball version of events that might just have convinced Don Joey that it really was Polly who killed his son. And with that Polly gone, I'd be the only one left to inherit the family business. But you didn't bank on me using the women's bathroom and finding your floater, did you, honey? No, I didn't. Which is why I'm going to have to whack you too, Rusty. Say your prayers, Mr. Trombone. She pulled back the hammer of the pistol. This was it. I'd always known this was how it would end for me, considering my line of work. It was inevitable. I'd made peace with it. So I closed my eyes and waited. Waited for what seemed like an eternity. Waited for the moment to come take me. Oh, Sounds might like Miss Excuse me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Matthew uh, was so shocked by that gunshot, he spilled his can. I've dropped, right. I've dropped, I've dropped my tinny. Waited for the moment to come take me. 
didn't take me. I opened my eyes and saw Marie lying on the floor, dead with a bullet in her skull. And standing over her was the Irish girl, the one who'd asked me to meet her here in the bathroom. You okay there, Mr. Trumbull? Oh boy, that was a close shave! Someone had to put her down. I heard what she said, Rusty. I heard it all. She killed my Rocco. Y- your Rocco? Yeah, my Rocco. Fuck, I can't do this. <laughs> Irish. I can't do it. Irish. Yeah, my, yeah, my Rocco. I'm Brenda O'Sullivan. Rocco and me, we was having an affair. I thought you knew. Oh, gosh, this is becoming... <laughs> now you're West Country. Oh, no. We're getting quite a tour of the British Isles here. <laughs> well, you give me a tough gig. You give me a tough gig. <laughs> That's how I, where I asked to Start again. That's why I asked to meet you here. I wanted... No, no, can you give me, can you give me a, you an give Irish. Me a, you give me a, Irish. Oh, Irish. Irish. Yeah. Oh. My Rocco. My I'm Rocco. Brenda Sullivan. Rocco and me, we was having an affair, we were. Yeah. My Rocco. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm Brenda O'Sullivan. Rocco mm. and me, we was Brenda having O'Sullivan. an affair. Brenda O'Sullivan. Oh, that yeah. works, yeah. My Rocco. I'm Brenda O'Sullivan. Rocco and me was having an affair. I thought you knew. That's why I asked to meet you here. No, this is South West Country. Okay, just do West Country. This is clearly not going to happen. I wanted to ask you to find his killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course I knew that. And you did find her. You found her in minutes and got to her to confess. You're a remarkable Mr. Trombone, really. One of a kind. How can I ever repay you? Well, I don't usually socialise with clients, but I'll make an exception for a nice broad like yourself. How's dinner tonight sound? Oh, shucks. That sure would be wonderful. But you must be exhausted, Rusty. You can do it later this week if you'd like. Uh, uh, oh, don't be silly, Brenda. Guns, lies, floaters, murders. That's just another day's work for Rusty Trombone, private investigator. was total nonsense. What do you mean that was total nonsense? I hated that. <laughs> what? I did. Why? I loved the jazz interlude. Yeah. But you, I couldn't do half the accent. Well, that's not my fault, is it? I did. Oh, a, I'm exhausted. I thought your, um, your uh, Don, Don Joey Carosa was brilliant. B, I the could Godfather do, character. B, I could do the Godfather. I couldn't yeah. do Irish Girl. No, you. Th- no. that was... I, I, think, I felt I could almost I think, hear the audience cringing at that kind of whirlwind tour of accents. I think none we, of which were the right one. I think we need a little bit of uh, consultation before I do these. I, I think we are. Uh, we should. Okay. Well, let, let, why not also just do you, it now? Like, what accents? Okay, what accents can you do? Well, uh, I can do uh, West Country. But, well, yes, we've established can, that. Even do, when you're not told to do West Country, you do it. I can do Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Do Liverpool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Scottish. I can do received pronunciation, which well, is yes. just my normal. Which is just you. Yeah. <laughs> just me. Scottish. I can do Scottish. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'll, yeah. I'll keep that all in yeah, mind. Food for thought. And uh, I know that you decided to give yourself one that you couldn't do, that I couldn't do. No. New York. Uh, 
Are you saying I couldn't do a New York accent? Well, you, you went several octaves higher than your usual speaking voice, Mick. Well, I don't want all my characters to sound exactly the same. Some of us like a bit of a range in performance. Oh, indeed. Okay. Oh, so God. it was more fun. This is, sorry, this, this has all gone, this has all gone horribly wrong. Look at us, we're <laughs> fighting, we're arguing. <laughs> is this supposed to be a jovial occasion? <laughs> oh, no. Jovial? Jo- Rusty trombones? <laughs> jovial? That's, that's police wow. arrest. See, I was thinking of making Rusty trombone a kind of series, like the adventure, like in a few weeks we'll hear another one, but... That, that, who, who knows? Well, I don't know. That, judging by that reception, I'm thinking maybe that's a bad idea. Well, shall we talk about next week's one? It seems like you want to put this rusty business behind you. No, I enjoyed rusty. Well, no, that's, no. those weren't your words. I believe you just <laughs> said you hated it. He wasn't as much, he wasn't as fun as. No, he was actually. No, he was. And I enjoyed the Jolly Roger too. I yeah. Enjoyed the, they're both uh, works on a theme. Yeah, but I thought, hey, listen, you didn't crack the case, though, did you? You weren't suspecting Marie. I was not. No. No, It's like, oh, it's going to be rusty. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and there were clues. I should give greater credence to the writer who uses frequent innuendo, stitches me up frequently. Otherwise, I'm going to have to whack you off, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Me. Shoot you. (laughs) Oh, indeed. Yeah. (laughs) Kill you. Well, that's not even worse. Yeah. Right, anyway, all right, let's tell you, because I think you're going to be intrigued by the name of next week's play. Okay. So the next week's episode is called Spiritus Pompeiorum. Spiritus Pompeiorum. (laughs) Spiritus Pompeiorum. Is that Harry Potter Mark III? No, I'm... I, I'm not surprised, Matthew, that you didn't understand what that is. Pompey See, that's, was a it was a general. He was a Roman general. It's well, no, well, you're at the warmer. Uh, spirit it means it's Latin for the ghost of Pompey. Oh, oh. so it's an historic. This theme. is we're going way back here. We're going back to when was Pompey oh. like? Well, that was at, we'll was say BC seventy three BC. Was it I've, BC? I, I think I have a feeling it was a seventy. 73, either BC or AD. I'm and not they, sure which one. Don't well, hit the mic I've, I've like that. the mic. And yeah. they, were all, they were all frozen, weren't they? In, in they, rock. They, in they lava, were in a, in a pyroclastic flow, I believe it was. Not lava. Oh, pyroclastic. Pyroclastic my, flow. My dear. Yeah. I've, well, this, this sounded like we're veering away from a comedy podcast to an ancient <laughs> historical one. Well, you think, brought it up. I think we've Brackets all lost our mind a little. Should, should we get out of here before this spirals out of control? So Spiritus Pompeiorum. Pompeiorum is right. the title of next week. I look so Listener, Matthew, I expect you in your finest purple toga I this time next week. I know I'll be wearing mine. Bear, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just yes. Right. And listener, feel free to toga up as well. We'll see you next week for more Mysterious Mysteries. <laughs>